Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. I think particularly at this stage in your business, you know, at that 20 to 30K, having a, a repeatable and executable system is probably, for me, one of the one things that will take you to that next level. Everything at this level requires systems and systemizing what you do because if you're unable to systemize it you're unable to step away from it so for me 100 percent of what has to happen at this level is systemization my name is samantha riley and this is the podcast for experts who want to be the unapologetic leader in their industry we're going to share the latest business growth marketing and leadership strategies as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life inside and out. It's time to take your influence, income and impact to the level you know you're capable of. Are you ready to make a bigger difference and scale up? This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, and joined, as always, by my co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you today, Tim? I am better. I'm out of isolation Yay. You're like a real a real boy <laughs> again. Yay. I'm a real boy. <laughs> I actually asked, I said, uh, you know, someone sent me a text earlier and said, what are you going to do on Freedom Day? And I was like, what do you mean Freedom Day? I'm Freedom Day of meaning get out of isolation. Uh-huh. And my reply was, I don't know. I don't know if I've got anywhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> I have no friends. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, no. No, so good that you're on the mend. Yeah, well, it's me. No, look, it's good to be back to some sense of normality, feeling feeling healthy, feeling, you know, I guess, feeling like there's lots of opportunity ahead as well. And yeah, I know we talked about it. We talk about it off, obviously off air quite a bit as well. But feeling like, you know, even though we've got some uncertainty in the market right now, that that looking at that through a lens of opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, is actually making me feeling really positive about what's to come over the balance of 2022. Love it. Love it. I know. Who can believe we're in July already? This year is certainly flying. Let's fly into today's episode. How was that for a transition right there? (laughs) Almost like you planned it. That was terrible. (laughs) I didn't plan it and that's probably why it was so bad. But anyway, the rest of, I promise the rest of the episode will be better. Today, we're going to talk about how to move out of that low six-figure mark and move into that that million dollar coach, because I think that there's a point in these low six figures that can be a real sticking point. And if you don't understand what you need to do differently, you can get caught in this phase for a really long time. You know, I think what stands out for me before we even start talking about this team is the saying, you know, what got you here won't get you there. To me, this is like a really, really quite a big transition for people because they need to do things really differently in their business to move out of this low six-figure mark. Yeah, well, I think the thing, what I see a lot of and a lot of people that I talk to, and I know you do the same, Sam, we get to this point where 
we feel like we're a bit stuck. We hit this, we keep sort of bouncing off this glass ceiling in this low six-figure mark. You know, we, we're we're pretty comfortable, right? And that's mm. probably one of the things that that holds us back. We go, yep, you know what? I'm making some okay money. I'm all the bills are being covered. Bills are being paid, that sort of stuff. I can go on a holiday from time to time. Ironically, what I've seen in the past, and I I have heard it talked about as well, is that when we, particularly when we transition out of a, a corporate career into a, our own business, you know, we, we've for so long we've been comfortable with you know the hundred or the hundred and fifty or the two hundred two hundred fifty k income, and we get to that point in our business and we stop there mm-hmm. as well, right? Because that's our level of comfort. We do need to push ourselves out of that zone, and I think. You know, we 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 talked last week about the fact that you know, if you as long as you've got non-competing voices as advisors, you can sort of move through that. And I think this is the same thing here, right? We've got to find the right support and advice to take us to that next level. What I see a lot of in the market is this promise of this million-dollar coach or the you know the large number X times where you are right now, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes. I think we just reach a little bit, you know, some of the, the messaging for, for that one, right? We need a different message coming to us at $10 million than we do at 1 million and 100K, right? And it's around making sure that we're listening to the right voices and doing the right thing at that stage right, to get over that hurdle that we, we're finding in front of us. Absolutely. I just want to clarify that when I'm talking about six figures, I'm talking around that 100 to 250K a year. Yeah. Or even to, you know, sort of 250, 300, that range. I certainly found a a bit of a glass ceiling at the 300 range because I didn't realize what needed to be done differently. So, yeah, that's what the range that we're talking about here. I think one of the things that I, that I see, and I actually, you know, in the spur of the moment came up with this metaphor the other day, right? You may not be aware that, that stairs, staircases are built to a very specific height, right? Mm-hmm. And when you mean staircases, you mean the actual step. Staircase, each 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 step. Yeah. Each step in a staircase is actually built to a specific height. And it's usually between 20 and 24 centimetres mm-hmm. or, you know, a 9 to 11 inches if in metric, sorry, imperial. There we go. And what you'll find is if the, if the step is either too small, it feels awkward. If it's too big you tend to find you're not picking your feet up enough and you'll trip over it. And if we look at that in business as well, we need to kind of even out the steps mm. in our business so that we don't trip up and try and go too far for where, we're, where the next step is mm. or, or not far enough. Yeah. When you described this, it was immediately my mind went back to being in some of the really ancient kind of ruins, I guess, in Europe, you know, I'm thinking specifically even of the Colosseum, where each of the steps are different heights. So it's not just that they're all lower or they're all higher, it's that they're all completely different. And it really mucks up your brain because I was tripping up all the time because your body doesn't go into sort of autopilot. And I love that you've used this metaphor in this place because we want to get those fundamentals in place and make them just right for us because what we do in our business needs to be specifically designed for the way that we work or the way that we do things and make it so that each step is just perfectly right for each of us. Yeah, I completely agree, Sam. One of the, I was thinking actually the Parthenon, which is probably even worse than the Colosseum. But, you know, we do have to have that 
that next step needs to be a reachable step, not too reachable. And we can trip ourselves up thinking that, you know, I'm quite you know, successful. I've ticked the box. I'm, I'm taking an income out of my business. I'm making 20, 25K, whatever it happens to be, which, you know, again, is, is a pretty decent income. You've probably got a VA or two that might be helping you in your business to do different parts of, of what it is that you're doing. And then we suddenly go, you know what, million dollars, bang, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to go from 250K to a million dollars. And it just doesn't happen that, like that. Mm-hmm. We actually need to go, well, the next step is 300 mm-hmm. or 500K, mm-hmm. right? The next step is me outsourcing some of my work. And I know that's something that you're considering with your business as well, Sam, like, you know, who do I bring in next to help me take that next mm-hmm. that next level? And, and the same for me, right? You know, the, I've just brought on a, a client success manager to work with our clients. And that was the next step. It wasn't, oh, well, I need 10 client success managers yeah. to work with our yeah. clients and some other coaches and, and, and things. It was just, I need one person. I need that one person part-time right now, right, to free me up so that I can do some other stuff. And when we get the right advisors into our business, they can kind of step back and, and almost see the forest from the trees. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, it is possible, I guess what we're talking about here, it's possible to hustle to get to that low six figures. But before you scale, you really need to get some fundamentals in place and make sure that they're humming along nicely so that you're able to take your time or be able to step away from some of these systems that you know are working without you so that you can move into the position where you're, I guess the way I see it is more into that CEO position. So rather than hustling and being in the weeds, you're stepping into that CEO position where you're the visionary now and now you're helping other people to to integrate or to implement so that you can be in your zone of genius. Yeah. Well, I think that's absolutely right. And you said that at the start of the episode, you know, what got you to where you are, potentially doing all the work and being the face and working with clients is not necessarily the thing that will help you take your business further. And it is a very, mm. I think, a very important transition that we need to make in our business if we're going to continue to grow and impact the number of people we want to impact. We do need to make that transition mm. or be really honest and vulnerable with yourself and say, well, I'm going to keep doing this thing and someone else is going to take that step and help the business you know, take that next level. Mm. And when we do that, Right, then we can sort of achieve our achieve our goals, and we can move from, I guess, this having a job state to owning a business. Mm. Before we go into some of those fundamentals, I just want to touch on the topic that we talked about on last week's episode, which is, you know, having coaches. And you and I both mentioned that we have multiple coaches, but I did want to make one small clarification that I don't think. And I'm not sure, but I don't, because it was a whole week ago, I don't think we spoke about, and that's make sure that your coaches aren't contradictory. So I said, I've got four coaches, but they're in different aspects of my business. They're not all in the same area of my business. So there's a possibility of them contradicting each other. Because what happens is if you've got this information coming in from different people in different ways, it can bring up a lot of questions for you. And if you get confused and you don't have clarity, then you're not going to move forward. So having multiple coaches in the same area will actually slow you down or in most most instances will probably stop you. They'll freeze you in your tracks. So I think it's really important that you're, that you're very aware of that because without clarity, you're able to move forward at the speed that you want to be able to move forward with. 
Yeah, I completely agree, Sam. You know, find advisors, but, you know, make it an advisory board. Mm. Oh, I like that. So they, you know, make it an advisory board, whether it's formal or not, you know, so that you're getting perspectives on different things. Ultimately, you know, you're in the driver's seat. You own the decision and you need to have the confidence to make that decision. But again, coming back to what we're talking about here, just one step at a time. Yeah, totally, totally. And that'll get you ready to go. Let's just cover off where are some of the or some of the foundations or the fundamentals for moving out of this low six figures into the next phase of the business? Well, I know this is, I know we're going to talk about this in more detail in another episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's around simplicity. Mm-hmm. Not simple, mm-hmm. not to be mistaken with simple, it's around simplicity. And we'll go into that more, I think, in another episode. But really coming back to what is the one thing you do for the one person? Right, that you can do consistently and repeatably and building a, you know, a system around that. I think particularly at this stage in your business, you know, at that mm-hmm. 20 to 30K, having a, a repeatable and executable system is probably, for me, one of the one things that will take you to that next level. Yeah, I, I thoroughly agree. Systems in client delivery, systems in sales, systems in marketing, systems with team everything at this level requires systems and systemizing what you do because if you're unable to systemize it you're unable to step away from it so for me a hundred percent of what has to happen at this level is systemization yeah not an easy thing to do but didn't say it was easy (laughs) (laughs) however the clarity that comes from systemizing your business not just this, the systemization itself, which gives you your time back, but the clarity and understanding what's happening in your business to be able to systemize it is just a beautiful activity in itself. Yeah. Yeah. I look, I want to just make a, a very quick clarification here when we say systems are the thing that will break you out of this rut that you may be feeling. Mm-hmm. I want to separate that from tech. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tech is what we use to facilitate our systems. It's not necessarily the system itself, mm-hmm. okay, which is a, you Hang know, on. I, know I need a, a ding, 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 ding. This, ding, is, ding. this is huge. Listen, this is so good. <laughs> right? The technology supports the system. It's not the system itself. And, and coming from a tech guy, that might sound like completely like, what are you talking about, you crazy person? <laughs> but, the, you know, the system is not the tech Right? The tech supports the operation of the system and facilitates and certainly makes it quicker and easier, but it's not the system itself. Can you just elaborate on that, just in case there's someone that's listening that doesn't understand this, because what you have just said is absolute gold, Tim. You do come out with them occasionally. Thanks, this one's a really, really good one. <laughs> that was dripping in sarcasm. <laughs> But can you just explain that maybe just with one system, maybe, you know, something to do with email, for example, just so that people can understand the difference? Yeah, absolutely. And this is a a thing that I see a lot of. I'm going to use, I think I might use a client example here, Mm -hmm. which is is probably a good one. I was engaged by a, a PR firm in the US some time ago, and they were doing quite well, but lots of clients coming in the front end. The front end of their machine was working quite effectively. But what they were finding was that people would purchase once and not purchase again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a gap around their system to get, you know, to maximize the value of the relationships they're bringing in. 
And so what we built inside, in this case, the inside their keep account, was a system that after nine weeks, which was the news cycle, it would start reaching out to those people and saying, hey, you know, now that you've done your news cycle, this is the next step to take. And we built some really cool stuff in there that sort of increased the frequency of communication if people were engaging with it. Right? So, you know, some pretty cool stuff. But the tech just supported the system to get max, you know, to re-engagement, right? Without the system, we just get the tech and don't really know what to do with it. And I think that's a thing that I see a lot, particularly, well, of businesses, all stages. We think that if we just go and buy a CRM and a marketing automation platform, it's going to do everything for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it doesn't. No. We need a system for the tech to support that system. Yeah, you need to input the data, the content, the rules. The context. To make that piece of tech work. Yeah, and, you know, and it, it has an interrelationship with other parts of your business where you have human interaction. And if the human interaction doesn't do the thing it needs to do, the tech doesn't do the thing it needs to do mm-hmm. to support that human interaction. Totally. Love this, love this, love this. Tim, is there, how would you like to to finish this conversation, what would you like to leave people with? I think that the thing that I want to leave people with is that, you know, again, if you're in this 20 to 30, if you're finding yourself hitting this glass ceiling and, and looking to sort of get out and you don't know what it is that you need to do to focus on, get yourself a really good coach who can help you see the forest from see all the puzzle pieces and go, this is the piece that you need to do next. Not, mm. you know, this is the million-dollar picture. It's just that what's that next one piece that I need to take care of? I love this so much, and this is something that when I check in with clients that I've been working with for a few months and I ask what's their biggest takeaway, it is always that. You have the ability to just tell us that next step. What's that next right thing? rather than all of the millions of things that can be done. And I think that that comes back to, and you and I are both really good at that, it comes back to simplicity. We've been doing what we've been doing for such a long time that we understand it so deeply that we're able to make it simple. And that sometimes people that don't have a deep understanding aren't able to quite articulate it that simply just yet. Yep, absolutely. That's a good way to wrap up the episode, Tim. (laughs) If you've enjoyed today's episode, please share this episode with them and hopefully help your inner circle, your friends, your circle of influence to crack that six-figure mark and head into the million-dollar coaching realm, which is, as Tim said earlier, completely possible if it's done in the right way. Please subscribe and follow the show so that you can be notified when new episodes drop as will a new episode be dropping next Monday. Tim, it's been great to hang out with you here today. And you. And thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com. Thank you.